Support for the Frat Chat Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. And Manscaped just launched her fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Frat chats at manscaped.com. All right, we're gonna do this in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Bo? <laughs> what's up man whoa whoa what the hell who is this what is happening so i, I haven't had a voice in the last few days i didn't know that i was being co-hosted with the crypt keeper this week <laughs> no, no 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 i've got my botox i look fine i just sound like that oh got it okay so so the rest of your body is finally starting to catch up with your age i see i see my mom was like, what happened to your voice? And I was like, I think I hurt my throat doing gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually heard that uh, it was, you know, this disease that Simo has is a flesh-eating disease that started as a very small bacteria, like maybe the size of an amoeba, that entered through Simo's pee hole and then made it all the way up to his throat. You know, so it's very scary stuff. It's very dirty, dirty bacteria, especially... From where it started, uh, words say that by the time it made it through its throat, it had already caught other kinds of diseases from Simo's penis. So it's like a, it's yeah. like a super. And we're gonna start this <laughs> disgusting bacteria auction off at five hundred dollars. So I have to hear five hundred, five fifty, six hundred, seven hundred. Well, for twenty bucks, we'll just cough in your dinner. It'll be great. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. I feel pretty good. You know, it's funny. I went to the doctor yesterday, and then when I get seen. I, I tell them, you know, I've been drinking lots of tea and I've been doing a lot of vocal rest when I can. And uh, that's it. And they're like, well, let me tell you what you're going to need to do. I need you to rest your voice and drink lots of warm fluids. And I was like, okay. So I just told you I'm doing that. <laughs> oh, Smadio is off to the side, like smiling, like, oh, he will be, doctor. <laughs> He's been out of town, so I can't drink his fluids. So I was like, dad. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just I was just annoyed. I'm like, that was a seventy-five-hour copy at urgent care for them to tell me to um, just do what I googled. Like the fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I probably got even more sick in the waiting room with all those <laughs> yeah. sick fucks. Yeah, right. So do you have to have the herpes patient touching me while we do this uh, with his penis? That is very unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you like the fuck? <laughs> Don't you usually use a a little ice cream stick for this? You know, say ah, like this is very <laughs> oh, unprofessional, sir. So when do I cough? Yeah, right? <laughs> 
Can I cough now? I'm ready. Whenever anybody says anything about being sick or, you know, just not feeling well or anything happened to them, everybody just associates it with COVID. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, are you okay? Do you have COVID? It's like, no, I've been shot, sir. You can see the blood gushing out of my arm. Okay, this is very evident. This is not COVID related. Just let me into the ER. God. Yeah, but the doctor's like, I'm sorry, but have you had a negative PCR test in the last 48 hours? I don't know. This is what happens when you don't get the vaccine. What? I um, I, I So I got another uh, COVID test, which was negative. And they said, um, she's like, okay, pull your uh, mask down slightly. And I pulled it below my chin. And They're like, oh, God, ew, God, that is, that said, don't pull it all the way off. I don't need to see that. Pull it up, sir. <laughs> No, so she's like, sir, please cover your mouth. I was like, what? And she's like, in case you cough. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. So they also told me that I, I, I kind of developed a cough after I recovered from COVID. And they were like, that's normal. I'm like, okay, oh, what can you yeah. give me? Like, nothing. I did, I did hear about that, that some people have had a lingering cough after COVID. Yeah, my chest hurts. I'm like, the fuck? Oh, I'm 36. It shouldn't happen to young people. I'm 36 with the forehead of an 18-year-old. Yeah, he's 36 uh, minus those other years that he doesn't count in his ID. He shouldn't be feeling like what his government ID says he should be feeling like. Correct. <laughs> he, should, 100%. he should be feeling like what his MySpace profile says. <laughs> yeah. Totes. He just removed me from his top five friends. Damn it. And for the record, I haven't had a voice since my last time performing with you. Typical white people just blames it on the foreigner. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. It's my prerogative. And by the way, that was a good segue because that was an epic show, a pack house. And guess what, folks? We're getting ready to do it again because it is time to get your tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time as we return to Broadway Comedy Club on Friday, November 19th at 7 p.m. with another insane lineup. Headlined by the amazing Lucy Pohl and featuring Shafi Hussein. Oh, I love him. Mallory Bryant, Ron Prendamano, yours truly, and hosted by my buddy over there, that Deadly Deadly Crypt Keeper, Simo. So make sure you check us out at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or the Broadway Comedy Club website for tickets. It's going to be the greatest comedy show of all time. I will say, I think Shafi is so fucking cute oh yeah what a cute guy he's so clever i really hope to see him on on um a late night talk show at some point soon he really is super talented so make sure you check us out this lineup is honestly everybody brings something totally different to the table and the reason it's booked that way is so it can be the greatest comedy show of all time so Come check us out, tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show, or even go to the Broadway Comedy Club website. They're up there too, so wherever you want to. Oh, and make sure you use our promo code FRATCHAT and save yourself 15%. It's a lot of money, you guys. So on top of using it on Manscaped and so many 20% and getting free shipping, you can also use it to get tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time and save 15%. That's a hell of a deal, you guys. Um, How was your Halloween? My Halloween... Was pretty good. I was bubbles for Halloween. Ah, uh, for the Powerpuff Girls? No, just like bubbles, like from a bathtub. How the fuck do you dress up as bubbles? Like just, like do you wear a bubble suit? Are you in a bubble costume? How can you be a bubble? I wanted to look like, uh, you know, uh, okay. So when I was in LA, 
they, they had a really big bathtub in my hotel. And I got up after a bubble bath and looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, I should replicate this for Halloween because I was covered in bubbles. So I went to Bath and Body Works and got this like really nice glittery lotion. Um, and then I also ordered like 500 styrofoam balls and put them all around my waist and like a little crown of styrofoam balls and I had a little like like bath back scratcher you know and uh, I looked like I just got uh, out of a bathtub Simo hasn't been around that many balls since his last family reunion you guys so uh, yeah and I'm trying to relive that moment <laughs> the most beautiful moment it just you just <laughs> felt like home in that costume yeah <laughs> so so what are we going to talk about today so this week daddy long legs deep throat over there has a lot of gay icons in his life, many of which we have never discussed. So what better way to get to know my buddy before the horrible throat-eating virus kills him than having him share his favorite gay icons live on the air in front of all of our listeners? And I'm not gonna lie, I'm very excited. I have expected all these to be like to be like RuPaul or something. So I'm very excited to hear what are Simo's favorite gay icons. And before you get started. Ah, uh, do you want to know who my favorite gay icon is? Because he's awesome. Yeah. Emilio Estevez. Wait, what? Yeah. He's not gay. What? What do you mean he's not gay? I mean, maybe in your dreams. What, Wait, from Mighty Ducks? Yeah. Isn't that what he's single in the show reboot after like all these years? No, he's not gay. Isn't that like what? Like what has he done for the gay community? What do you mean? Isn't that what the flying V was code for? He gave you guys the flying V, flying away from the V. It's classic code. <laughs> Come on. What's the V? Oh, as in like vagina? Yeah, dude, fly away, gays. Vaginas are here. Woo! No, that's dumb, Carlos. He, no, 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 no. And gays don't play hockey. <laughs> the fuck out of here we're ice skaters <laughs> that's fair see i didn't think we're about that figure skaters but we don't play hockey these are the things i didn't think about so i'm just gonna leave this to the professionals and step aside and let you take control of this ship uh timmy pray for us uh see my- listen it's not we don't play hockey not because we're not athletic because we're athletic it's just that we value our teeth yeah i i don't want to fuck up my smile and all those pads i guess would not be very flattering you know yeah, i can't look good in that see wears butt pads so he would not be into all those yeah. pads. <laughs> you know i so here's a my list is gonna upset people i think because i was thinking to myself like what makes a gay icon and my list only has female celebrities That's cool. so rupaul didn't even make the list really wow yeah, and I think it's because, like, the gay community uh, always disagrees on what type of male role model they appreciate. You know what I mean? It's so, like, like, some gays might love Will and Grace. And I look at it, I'm like, that is so stereotypical and such a slap in the face. Like, like we're real people. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, people will say, well, there's a gay character in this show. Yeah, but he was like a shopping buddy. He was like a novelty. Like, he has no... He's not a real person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes people, I guess, would consider guys to be too gay or not gay enough or hmm. I don't know. I just don't think that there's enough of a of an agreement. So I was like, no, I'm not going to use any guys. I also think that some, like, I get it. Elton John has done a lot for the gays. 
But Elton John doesn't really have a choice because some of us have really bad gay face and we sound gay and we move really gay. So we have no other choice but to just own it. Do you know what I mean? Hey, there was a time where people thought that him and like Liberace were out there banging women left and right. The 80s were crazy. <laughs> and the 90s came around. No and like, eh. <laughs> like George Michael wasn't fooling anybody. Do you know what I mean? So like, so like yeah, they, they, they are great gay celebrities. But they they had no other choice. They had to be. They weren't hiding that. You know what I mean? That's fair. But on my list is, is specifically um, strong females who uh, stepped out of their comfort zone, out of their community to help and support the gay community. So, right. um, you know, I think historically it was scary to stand by, beside the gays because we were like, Pariahs, especially like in the 80s with the AIDS epidemic. Uh, so it wasn't the popular thing to do. Nowadays, it's almost like trendy to have like a gay friend. You know what I mean? But some of these people were in it through the thick of it. There's a lot of honorable mentions. You know, Ellen did a lot for us. Britney Spears, Cindy Lauper. I think Cindy Lauper's sister is a lesbian. So then she was like, I should support gay people. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people that maybe should be on the list, but I'm only going to give you the ones that speak to me. And that's why RuPaul didn't make the list, you guys, because he wouldn't answer Simo's DMs and he wouldn't speak to him, literally. Yeah, correct. And he was very upset. So he was like, fuck you, Ru. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I definitely appreciate RuPaul, but um, nope. All my, my list is just women. Some of RuPaul shaking his fist. Like, Fuck you, Simo. <laughs> we just lost a listener. <laughs> oh, well. What can you do? So I do appreciate uh, RuPaul and, and Billy Porter and a lot of these people. But this list is going to be mostly female. So I'm going to start with who is considered the Elvis of homosexuals. Do you know who this might be? No. The Elvis of homosexuals? Is this Cher? No. Who is, who, I'll get to later. Uh, but have you ever heard someone say a gay person is, quote-unquote, a friend of Dorothy? No, I've never heard that at all. Well, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, yeah. Was played by Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah. wow. And, and, and Judy Garland um, loved the gays. Uh, so a little bit of background about her. Um, I think she's from Minnesota. So I think her family moved from, from Minnesota to California because there was rumors that her bisexual father, you know what I say, by now, gay later, her bisexual gay-ass father made passes at some young men. So they were like, we gotta go. So she was married five times, and two of them were presumably bisexual. And let's just say gay. Two of them were sucking dick on the side. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of gay men hold female celebrities to such high esteem because historically women have been marginalized. Right. Um, which is relatable amongst the gay community because right. um, you know we're a persecuted group and we identify with like struggling and like she's the epitome of like a struggle because she was like really hurting for money and like like whacked out on drugs. Um, so her funeral was on June twenty seventh, mm-hmm. nineteen sixty nine. And many think, and we discussed this before in the archived episodes, many think this was a contributing factor to the Stonewall riots starting early in the morning on the 28th of June. So I think the gays were like, enough is enough. Like, we just had to bury one of our only allies. We're pissed. But uh, I guess just to wrap things up about her, when asked by press 
what she thought about her gay following. She said, I sing to all people. And MGM, who she was contracted with, did not like that she would frequent gay bars with her openly gay friends. Uh, oh, and her, and her daughter, um, Liza Minnelli, is also, I guess, a gay icon mm-hmm. uh, who also married a gay man like her mommy. So, yeah. you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Now, why do they call her the Elvis of gay people? Um, I think because Elvis is such a, a huge, um, I guess in that era, like it's just a huge phenomenon. And she was too amongst the gays. See, that's a terrible nickname. I expected her like dancing and wearing flashy suits. That's why it threw me off. I was like, the Elvis for Well, gay she people. did wear flashy suits. I think that, so she wasn't really reliable because of how strong she was on drugs. And uh, she kind of mm. kind of fell off the map. And so then was just kind of performing, uh, doing a lot of like the cabaret shows and live singing performances amongst her, her gay community, you know. That's cool. And that's what she did to, 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 to pay the bills. See, I had no so anyway, idea she did all that. So that makes sense that she be the hell of this. But you have to understand, like, it was like a big hit to your reputation. And uh, just in the public eye, if you were associated with anything gay, that could kill your career. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. She was like, these gays have the best Coke ever. Seymour, got some Coke? No. God! Um, But I know where to get it. The worst gay ever. Come on, Timmy. I know where to get it. But poppers, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> sniffing poppers is like when is like when a drag queen, a drag queen blows you a kiss. Uh, okay, so next, next I have Dolly Parton. Ooh, Dolly, I love Dolly. Um, I love Dolly. So uh, Dolly loves her gays, and she stands up for marriage equality. So she's pretty vocal with uh, politics. Um, she has a, an amusement park called Dollywood, and she's made it very clear that it's a safe haven for all families. She won an Oscar for this song called Traveling um, from the movie Transamerica. Wow. What's cool thing about Dolly Parton is that like, she is just so humbled that so many gays dress up like her. So one time, I think it was on like, Santa Monica Boulevard, she entered a drag Dolly lookalike contest and lost. <laughs> That's insane. That awesome? Wow. Oh my God. I'd be pissed though. I'm me. I know. Fuck you. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. So we're one of the first people to try the new Lawnmower 4.0 and we are blown away by the performance. So the craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. Oh yeah, and you need that craftsmanship because let's face it, nicking yourself down there is the worst. Oh, for sure. Okay, so check this out. Years ago, I was expecting some action right after work. So I attempted to trim the hedges in the morning. But like most young 20-something-year-olds, I woke up late and hung over so the grooming had to be done quickly. Unfortunately, I pressed too hard and snagged some of the sack. (sighs) I never saw so much blood in my life. So with limited time, Ah! I know, I simply just wrapped my grapes with multiple layers of toilet paper, stuffed them inside my briefs, and just got dressed. I understand now that khaki pants were probably not a practical choice, but again, I was young (laughs) and dumb. So let's fast forward. An hour into my job at this private optometry practice, a patient told a doctor in the exam room that she noticed the male technician was quote-unquote spotting and indeed yes i was <laughs> so moments later the doctor pulled me into the exam room and somehow or another convinced me to show her an eye doctor my injury 
<laughs> so my, my my makeshift toilet paper tourniquet was like completely soaked. So she replaced it with gauze and secured it by placing my entire package into a rubber glove in an effort to save my now period pants. So at that moment, I was encouraged to go to the emergency room where I received one stitch. Um, if we can be honest, the ER doctor wanted to give me two stitches, but after some flailing and screaming, uh, we settled on one stitch. And no, yeah, I did awful. not get any action that night. I spent the night at home alone watching Golden Girl reruns with an ice pack on my member. Well, now thanks to Manscaped, not only will you look and feel great down there, but you'll also know that your pre-sexy time grooming won't land you in the hospital, Simo. It's a win-win. I <laughs> know, that's right. <laughs> Manscaped engineered the ultimate body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving below the waist for the first time since high school, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> Yay, I can finally go Yay! to the prom. Woo! <laughs> so a new multifunction on-off switch can engage a travel lock. So that's treated for people who like to travel. So count me as one of those people for when this pandemic is finally over. Oh, and the upgraded trimmer also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. So you can literally see see it all my friends you can uh, see that's it all. important and also the lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim all over through additional guard lengths with sizes one through four and did i mention wireless charging because the lawnmower 4.0's new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help battery length last longer take your time fellas manscaped has you covered guys let's be honest if you are still shaving your face and body with the same trimmer, that's disgusting and you're doing it wrong. Yeah. So men, boost your confidence with this new body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time with a smooth shave. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Use the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use FratChat. Unlock your confidence with the new Lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. You know what? Um, I love Dolly Parton. My mom loves Prince. And we argued about this. She's like, why isn't Prince on your list? I was like, he never came out of the closet. Yeah, he never did. That would have been huge for the community. I have so many fights with a friend about this. I'm like, come on. He was banging everything. Prince was, he was notoriously a good lover. But I feel like that wasn't just women. Now, David Bowie was openly bisexual. But I think that people said that they were bi when sometimes maybe they were gay. But that was like a soft coming out. Or like, they're like, we're not that gay. We're still chopping on chochas sometimes. You know what I mean? I can see David Bowie being like more into like a, like a cuckold situation. He just watches you. <laughs> Men and yeah. women. But he just watches. Dresses like a cat. <laughs> Yeah, I can see him like rest in peace, like putting on the headphones, and, like just li- sitting back and being like, I don't care who's sucking my dick as long as someone's sucking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's listening to his own music. Totally. <laughs> Why are you totally. sucking? <laughs> okay, so let's fast forward a bit. I want to give credit to Beyonce. Hmm. So a lot of people don't know this, but Beyonce is very vocal for her love with the queer community. Um, and obviously she's a great role model just in general. I mean, she's a 
a very strong businesswoman. I love me Beyonce. She um super talented. I don't think she drinks or smokes or does any sort of drugs. So she's definitely someone to look up to. But what she does, and people don't realize that she's partnered with queer artists like Frank Ocean and music, and she selected um, Laverne Cox to be the face of her clothing line, Ivy Park. So like she's she's employing queer people. And so a lot of people will say like, oh, go gays, but then they don't really do much for the community. You know what I mean? And uh, fun fact, uh, not to name drop, and totally name drop, but Laverne Cox was actually in my acting class at uh, the studio with Brad Calcaterra. So shout out. Oh, wow. Place. Yeah, I, I, went, I went in one day and she was actually there and I almost shit my pants. Dude, she's fucking hot, man. But she, And she like takes over the room. Like when you walk, when she walks in, you know, just like heads turn. It's like she, she just has this presence about her. Very cool, too. I believe it. I mean, what a beautiful woman. Uh, so one last thing about Beyonce is that I remember when she promoted the Y'all Means All campaign. And that was aimed at overturning North Carolina's discriminatory bathroom bill. Remember, they were like, like boys had to go in the boy bathroom and girls had to go in the girl bathroom and no ifs, ands, or buts about it, you know? Now, unfortunately, the, the, the racist then took that and went, y'all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Just ruined you know, it. Um, Just had to ruin it every time. Right? <laughs> I forget what performance it was, but I remember there was some performance where she came out on stage, and she knew her backup dancers were all um, different colors of the rainbow flag. Oh. So she definitely like inserts equality when she can. Um, Except for the, the fact that she got this guy really, really sick, so he'd come out there looking purple, which I just like, didn't think that was necessary. You know what I mean? It was it was the purple guy, her ugly as fuck husband, Jay Z. No one likes to say it, but like he really is a like I mean, horribly unattractive person. I mean, good for him that he got her, and it gives hope. You know, that there's awesome, hot, talented, beautiful women out there who look past the looks and will marry you for your billion dollar worth. Maybe he has like a 12 inch dick too. Like, it's, I don't get it. I was going to say, if I if I was on the receiving end of sexy time, oh, yeah, if I was just going to take it for the sake of like, you know, it is what it is, just to get through and, and to maintain like a business relationship, I get it. But if I had to fuck someone that ugly, I wouldn't be able to do it. That's why, like, if I did porno, I would probably have to be, like, on the receiving end. Because I think I would get so nervous in stage fright that I wouldn't be able to get it up. Yeah. But, I don't think I could do it. Like, fucking, I think it's a lot of pressure. So it's a good thing. I guess what I'm saying is a good thing that Beyonce doesn't have the equipment to fuck um, Jay-Z. Because I don't know if she'd be able to get it up. Because he's ugly as fuck. And she deserves better. Now, here's the thing. She is also filthy, filthy rich. And I feel like, honestly, even breaking up with him would probably even do her career better because then she could come out with an album and then all the press about it would be get her crazy publicity. Everybody would definitely take her side. Even if she murdered Jay-Z, I feel like they would take her side. So, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know why she stays. <laughs> she loves that man. You know, and, and there you go. Love is love, dude. Love is real. Maybe together, their fortune is worth a lot more than separate. Well, I mean, obviously. I hope I hope she gets some dick on the side. I really do. She has at least like seven hundred million herself, so it's not like she's hurting. That's it. Jeez, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, so earlier you mentioned Cher. 
So, so Cher is known for having a number one hit record in six consecutive decades. Like, that's wow. crazy. And Seema was there for all of them. Correct. Um, you know, she's known for extravagant costumes and big, crazy hair. And she, she had a witty mouth. And, and I think because of being so witty and outspoken, she became a favorite amongst the gay community. And we yeah. love big, over-the-top, campy sparkles. And she had a TV um, show, even, for being so entertaining. The Sonny and Cher yeah. show that Simo was on as an extra uh, back in, like, 1969. Correct. Awesome appearance. It really set his whole entertaining career going. And uh, you're really making these old jokes easy today, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do it again. I, you know, I saw the, I actually saw this share show on Broadway a couple years ago, and I was like, it's just like I remember. <laughs> um, so, so after her child Chaz came out as lesbian and then transgender, Cher uh, has become a huge advocate of the LGBTQ community. At first, she was a little like, ooh, I'm sure like any parent would be a little bit like, I think I would even be like, ooh, my kid came out as gay because I'd be like, that's scary because, you know. The LGBTQ community is ostracized. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like it'd be cool to have a gay son. I don't know. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. It would be like having like a kid like you less annoying because you'd have my genes. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> less annoying, but super sweaty. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so ever since she has become a big advocate of the LGBTQ community, um, she's been raising a lot of money for both HIV AIDS research and marriage equality and uh, I have to say I think it's just my assumption but of everyone else on this list I think she's by far the favorite to impersonate amongst drag performers right? Gotta be and I mean she just looks like a walking Halloween costume to be honest she's just like she's so like over the top I would dress up like Cher I also think it's probably easy to impersonate her because she has a deep voice so guys are like okay we can do her voice (laughs) See? Do you believe in love after love? Okay, I gotta go lower. Do you believe in love after love? See, the disease is actually good for the share voice for you right now. You're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's next? She's like, um, okay, so um, I have Diana Ross. I feel like I stopped you short from doing something very, very uh, inappropriate. Yeah. I, I was going to take it there, but I was like, no, you're not. Um, I was like, mm, they're not. Okay, so Diana Ross. Diana Ross um, has a song. It's like a gay anthem. I'm coming out. Yes, of course. So I'm not sure. I mean, she's also a, a favorite amongst drag performers. Now, I'm not sure if this song meant like coming out of the closet. It's probably, I think that it was probably meant as in like, I'm coming out yeah. of Motown and doing my own thing. But um, the gay community was like, yes. She was really close to Michael Jackson. Yeah, she was. I was just about to say that. Which leads me to believe she's an ally. Um, Actually, a little fun trivia. Check out uh, YouTube. Uh, Diana Ross brings Michael Jackson, a young Michael Jackson, up on stage while singing Upside Down. And it's like, come on up, Michael. It's like, no, no, I don't want to come up. It's like, come on, Michael. He's like, no, I'm not ready. And he just goes up there and fucking kills it with her. Completely impromptu. Oh. So awesome. So check that out. It's a fun little clip. I love her. And, and I guess all in all, just to not to de- beat a dead horse, but all gays appreciate beautifully talented women in glittery costumes and big hair. You know what I mean? It's like a slam dunk. Isn't she like 
Ashley Simpson's um, mother-in-law. What? I had no idea that there would be any relation. I think Ashley Simpson is married <laughs> to her son. That's crazy. Wow. Who would you think that, that Ashley Simpson is somehow related to Diana Ross? Let me tell you, Ashley Simpson got fucking lucky as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after that SNL debacle. She ends up in Diana Ross's family. What? Only in America. Wasn't she singing like that song like, Pieces of Me? She sounded like me talking right <laughs> now. Pieces of Me. Yeah, the music cut off. It was actually Simo. I want to be a singer <laughs> just like my big sister, Jessica. Jessica! Jessica, can you sing my you know. vocals again? <laughs> and then she did that like cowboy <laughs> dance where she was like, yee-hawing and kicking her legs side to side. Oh, I remember that. She's it. like a hoedown or some yes, shit. Yes, that's what it was. So it's like, oh my that? God, that's really what you do during that moment? Like, no, do anything. Anything other than that would have been better. Like, she could have pooped herself on stage and that still would have been better. Be like, okay, like, you know, poor girl. That's a terrible situation. She pooped herself. And then the world had some sympathy for her and, you know, it could have been a comeback of the century. No, the hoedown, fuck out of here. Terrible. I would have just been like, I would have just called it out and been like, yo, the track, the, the, the record skipping, start it over. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced all day for yeah. this. She starts moving her lips. <laughs> Man, she really was an awful singer. <laughs> yeah. What, what a wasted, you know, that, that's pre- that's white privilege right there. Yeah. She's like, my sister's famous. I want to be famous too. Here you but go. Man. That's all it took to you get know, a record I will deal say, in the 2000s. <laughs> she had a good nose job. Yeah, she did. She looked good. However, I still liked her when the with the funny nose. I don't know. I kind of I feel like I feel like really? it all went downhill when she lost the nose. That's when everything happened. Ashley Tisdale got a nose job, oh, and I was looked, like, ew. Yeah, she she really. But is. Ashley Simpson got a nose job, and I was like, good job. Yeah, that doctor deserves an award. Yeah, she looked great regardless. I feel like I would have been all over it. Well, speaking of noses, comes Barbara Streisand. Oh, um, so uh, she is just a strong woman with the voice of the goddess. Uh, what I appreciate about her is that she was very active in protesting the remember that in 2008 there's the prop 8 mm-hmm. it was a california bill that would ban all gay marriages across the state yep so they're trying to overturn prop 8 uh, so she's really vocal in that and once um i think once obama and the supreme court ruled that gay marriage was legal across the country uh she like made a billboard with like a really sweet letter to the to the queer community like i'm so happy yeah um awesome. it's really sweet uh so she's very um she's very vocal politically in regards to equal rights and i appreciate that so she it's funny um she uh judy garland and lady gaga are all on this list and uh, all three of them were in a rendition of a star is born hmm. i wonder if there's like maybe there's like a gay conclave and they're like, all right, guys, we have to vote on the next gay icon to be in the next Star is Born. Here are our options. You know, Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, Ashley Simpson. Ashley who? <laughs> Ashley Simpson. It's Ashley Simpson. No way. You know. And then they let out the pink smoke and then, you know, they have chosen yeah. the new one. They better not be the hoedown, bitch. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say something kind of controversial. You know. Yeah. Let me tell you who I don't want on my list. Go on. She may have been known as like 
maybe like the queen of disco, Donna Summer. Oh, you want some hot stuff? And I know that some of my gay friends who be like, Chris, like, I love her music. You can love her music. But she, like, after, like, her, like, drugged out, like, 70s, um, like, roller coaster, she was, like, a born-again Christian. Uh, and so she was, like, she, she, um, well, she's passed away now, but she had denied ever saying this. But people said that some performance, she made a reference to... AIDS being a punishment for homosexuality. And she also was quoted saying, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. She was like, I swear to God, I didn't say that. I swear on my life, I didn't say that. (laughs) So a lot of gays were like, we love Donna Summer. You can love her. I love some of her music. Hot stuff on the radio, you know, work hard for the money. Great hits. But, you know... She didn't love gay people. I don't think. My gut tells me she didn't love gay people. Yeah, probably not. So, I only have a, I only have a, a few left. I will say that like these aren't on my list, but like as a as a gay man, like I love me a good like bitch villain. Like I love Ursula in like Little Mermaid. Yeah. And she was based off of Divine, like the famous drag queen. Oh, I had no idea. Really? Yeah, so like I think gay is like, we have to like her. I like, um, like, Maleficent from Sleeping Beauty. Uh, Kate Blanchett played a fierce stepmother in Cinderella. Oh, I do want to see that. I mean, because she's o- badass. She's such a good actress. You know, the, she was the only thing that I liked about that movie, to be honest. It was kind of uneventful, but her, her, whoever was the stylist for that movie, the costume designer, like, nailed it. Um, like, anyway, so um, speaking of costumes, um, so we already mentioned her. Her name is Lady Gaga. Gaga. So she's one of my personal favorites. So like she's actually openly bisexual. Huh. And um, do you remember her her meat dress? Remember she dressed up with like yes. meat? Yes, that was forever ago. Yeah, that was awesome. <clears throat> A long time ago, but it was in protest of the military's don't ask, don't tell policy. So wait, how does the meat mean you protest? I don't get it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> But, Amber, but it was Amber, awesome. Amber, I'm saying it in an interview. I'll Google it. But that's, that's what they said, like in an interview. I was like, okay, so whatever. Um, but I will say what I do know for sure is that after Trump was elected into office, um, a lot of gays like myself were super nervous about our rights in the country. And at the 2017 Super Bowl, which which is like super straight. Um, she sang "Born This Way," yeah. and that song had lyrics that celebrated the gay community yep. and and trans people, and you know. So um, she also publicly blasted Mike Pence, who supported gay conversion therapy at some like Las Vegas review. So I love her. Yeah, she's so know. awesome. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, this whole uh, bisexual thing—I should have put her on my hall pass list. I had no idea. Uh, Julie, we're gonna have to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always um, searching for the perfect you know, I threesome. Bet she, she's a freak. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I bet she. I bet she. She's like, she'd be real quick to slap you across the face and be like, "Call me your professor." Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. However, yes. however, I'd be afraid that she'd be too good, and then Julie would like just like end up going with her instead. I'd be like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Um. So I have three left. Go on. I like it. 
Perfect. Um, are you learning a lot today? I feel like I am going to be, because I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I'm already an award-winning gay writer with you, so I need to be Correct. able to keep up in the community, and you take me to the gay bars a lot. You know, I got to be able to keep my own, so every time you go to the bathroom I, and someone speaks to me, I'm not like, I'm not ready, I need Simo here! You know, it's, <laughs> it's kind of cramping my spot, and it's making me look very bad. Uh, to shout that alarm at the bar. So, you know, I feel like this is necessary. There's sometimes I'm in the gay bathroom and people are like, hey, do you come? I'm like, no, 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 no. Do not talk to me. I'm not here to make friends. Okay, so this is a nice segue because this next person is nicknamed Bathhouse Betty. What? Do you have an idea who this might be? Is it Beth Midler? Yeah. Yay! So she performed on Broadway. I don't know if it was like the 60s or 70s, which, you know, the gays know a thing or two about. Uh, but she got her nickname for performing in gay bathhouses. Really? Uh, so, yeah. So bathhouse, for those that don't know, is like where gays go and like hook up and they do nasty things. There's always like, there's always like glory holes and like steam rooms and like, Sometimes a bathhouse, it's like the one in Chicago called Steamworks. Like, there's a gym so you can, like, work out and, like, you know, watch people, like, work out in the nude. But you have to wear shoes. So I guess you're not really nude if you have shoes. Or, but um, uh, um, they have, like... That's what he says at Walmart, okay. but they still like, have a very strict policy. But she was like, that's where all the action's at. So she would perform bathhouses. She was a big sensation in New York City gay scene before it was trendy. Um, and she was very outspoken. Um, in today's political climate on behalf of the queer community. So so she's definitely, you know, I just have a lot of respect for people who were, um, you know, down with down with the gays before it was, like, socially acceptable, you know? And she was awesome in Hocus Pocus. Yes, with your favorite, the very sexy uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, wow. <laughs> Well, you know what, though? I'll be honest. I only think she was sexy in that. Yeah, dude. That's, that's the it. only thing that I can, like, possibly... After that, I'm like, eh, I can't do it. Like, just not for me. I'd like you know, it, like, but... Matthew Broderick, if I was you, I would call him one of those Ferris Bueller's day off and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> I don't know. Matthew Broderick isn't looking so hot as of late. Yeah, so... That's true. That's fair. So, you know. I don't know. Like, I think he, he hit the jackpot with her. Because he might be better paired with someone like Roseanne at the moment. <laughs> getting her getting her sleeping pills ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mommy <laughs> took her sleeping pills. Get ready no, for some Edwards. I will say, when I was in college, I used to take Ambien, and I would wake up in other people's room, like, like nuzzled up in, like, 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 on the floor with some, you know, blankets and a pillow, and, like, the people in the, in the dorm were like, no, Chris, you were, like, army crawl on the floor talking about like Vietnam and shit so we just made you a little bed in the corner you know I would I would bug out on Ambien so I get it and I don't even know anything about Vietnam Simo woke up in the KKK rally like whoa and he was somehow the president of a chapter <laughs> um, okay so this next person you obviously have spoken about her before and this person I've actually has spent $300 or so per ticket to see live this person is the one and only Madonna. Madonna, yes. So, I I don't know where she's from. I think she's from Michigan. I think she I was think like so. in Detroit. I don't know. But but she moved to New York City. I think she was encouraged by a dance teacher to be like, you had to go to New York. 
So um, she moved to New York City and was a regular like gay club, you know, member. And uh, I think she was exposed to like the voguing scene and ultimately brought light to the gay community in her early career with songs like Vogue, you know, and music videos featuring gay performers. And she was in the thick of it in the AIDS crisis while other celebrities distanced themselves they didn't want to be associated. Right. Um, and then I remember like early on, she donated a lot of her proceeds from her Blonde Ambition Tour to HIV AIDS charities. Oh. So like... So she put her money where her mouth is. Totally. Um, last but not least is... Drum roll. Also known Tell as... Tell me drum roll! <laughs> that was Simo's cheeks. That was not his lips, you guys. That was his butt cheeks. He's yeah. very talented. <laughs> very talented. Okay, so, so this person was nicknamed the Princess of Hearts. And that's Princess Princess Diana, Princess Di. Ah, Lady D. Well, at the time, like her fashion was cutting edge, and she was. Um, I, I, I'd like to say that thankfully she integrated pretty jeans into the puddle that is the royal family gene pool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, they were just like a bunch of like little teeth, little tooth, like big eared, inbreded freaks. <laughs> And then she brought in some, like, pretty jeans. So, she, you know, thank God for her. That's true. One thing that no one can escape from uh, is that uh, Prince William, he's the eldest one, right? Yeah, Harry's the young one. He started out handsome with those jeans. But then eventually, Charles's ugly jeans got to him. There's no running away from those things, man. Now he's looking over like, it's me, William. (laughs) (laughs) He terrifies me. Yeah. He was a 90s heartthrob, man. He was a cute little boy, I remember. And now he's like, oh, get away from me. He literally looks like he sniffs you. Your bathroom towel when you're done with it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so don't worry. I'll take this. Ew, no, I'm just going to throw this away in my car. <laughs> I don't you trust know, you. I got some really, like, I don't tweet that much. I don't really understand Twitter. Seems much too old for that. <laughs> yeah. He sends an owl out for all his um, messages. Is that true? How <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got, like, ripped a new one on Twitter because when. The Queen of England, when her husband died, oh, yeah. Prince was his name, Philip, yeah, or Ryan, or I don't know, <laughs> Prince Philip. So I, I was like, it's a really sad day because Queen Elizabeth has to bury her cousin, <laughs> yeah. and people were like, "You're sick, like you're an asshole." But that like, is no, I'm not. It's her cousin. Yeah, it's like that is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel bad. It's funny. It's fucking weird. That's funny. Come on, that's funny. Like, come on. People are just looking to be upset, but like, like she wasn't upset. She married her cousin, and stayed married to him. So, whatever. It's so weird to me. It's so gross. It's like being across from like your family at Thanksgiving, and then like, like, like your aunt being like, "See something you like?" <laughs> um, uh, can you pass the potatoes? Uh, no, no, not those. Uh, not those potatoes. <laughs> Please stop touching me there. <laughs> oh, Uncle Jerry. Good times. Good time. She had a lot of gay friends. I think she was friends with like Freddie Mercury, and she's really close with Elton John. So she wasn't ashamed having friends that were gay. And although her story ended tragically, you know, as a gay boy, I loved watching this fairy tale unfold in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So it was like a real life fairy tale. Um, so I, I would like to think that she, and this is one of the most important ones, I think, she solidified herself as a gay icon when she immersed herself 
and AIDS education, and she went to hospitals and hugged people dying of AIDS, which was something that even medical staff were afraid to yeah, do at the time. Yeah. People didn't really know how you could contract AIDS or HIV AIDS, so um, there was speculation that it was through fluids and through intercourse and whatnot, but no one really knew for sure. But, you know, there was really sad people dying alone and she went to the hospitals and she would hug them and sit with them and she was just had a beautiful heart. And I, and I think that um, that just speaks volumes for the gay community. Yeah, that's so sweet. Um, you know, so I so that that's the last of my list. But these are just ones that stick out for me um, as, you know, just one white gay man. So I'm sure there's a lot of queer idols out there. And note that, uh, like I said earlier, this is probably Simo's last episode before that flesh-eating uh, throat-killing disease gets to him. So, you know, I have to, yeah. have to throw him a bone, you guys. So this is good stuff. Uh, and uh, on that note, it's time to get out of here, Mr. Mo. And before we do, make sure you give us all a follow at Frat Chat Podcast on all social channels. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Uh, that's on Instagram. And, of course, make sure you give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, and at Carlos Does Well on Twitter. And follow Mr. Simo over there before he dies. He really needs them. Uh, I could offer some great support. <laughs> yeah. So you hear those coughs? He only has minutes, you guys. So make sure you give him a follow at Seymour Comedy on Twitter and at Chris.Moore.Comedy on Instagram. And that's it, you guys. Love you. Thank you so much for the support. Mr. Mo, get us out of here, sir. I'm motion to adjourn this meeting so that I can go drink some warm fluid. <laughs> Ew, oh, yeah. gross. Get off your knees. And I second! <laughs> we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye.